0: Our story today takes place in Abbeville, Alabama, where a specter allegedly roams the streets late at night. So pull up a chair, join the circle, and let's introduce ourselves in this weekly meeting of Alcoholic Anomalies. I'm your host, Jason Sparks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-star, the man behind the stand, Bobby Strickland. Bobby, any thoughts on uh, small-town legends, and do you have any that you would like to discuss before we get into the legend of Huggin' Molly?
1: Wait, uh, who? Huggin' Molly. <laughs> Huggin' Molly. Hold on, let me put this down in my notes so I don't forget. Um, small Town Legends. So... Um, I mean, where I grew up was not far from uh, the Battle of Shallow, big Civil War battle, if you're like, in the Civil War. Uh, like I, Where I grew up was like, literally 10 minutes from the National Park, like, battlefields and everything. So, I mean... I really don't have, like, anything against them. But, like, what is it? Goat, like, man-goat bridge where it is. Like, that bridge where you see, like, the half-man, half-goat thing. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, essentially, it's, like, the manifestation of Satan, I believe. We, we, we might discuss in a later episode, but I do know what you're
1: talking about. I mean, about. what my thing is, though, is, like, you know, again, skeptic side... That's how I'm going to be in, like, most of these episodes, is, like, how far is too far with Mm -hmm. some of this stuff? Like, you know, I remember growing up as a kid, like, saying, like, Bloody Mary, like, 30 times in the mirror with all the lights out, just have, like, one candle lit in the back. You were supposed to have something, like, around your neck, like, a noose or something like that, and, like, your mind's going to play tricks on you because you're spinning around. I always got dizzy during it. But
0: <laughs> understandable. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that that is kind of the result of that action. But, uh,
1: might, might throw up
0: a little bit. The science checks it. out. Um, I, I don't check the math, <laughs> but, uh,
1: but my thing is, like, how far is too far with some of these things? Um, but again, like, Battle Shallow, like, right there. Like, you had the Blood Pond where, like, soldiers, once they got shot, They'd get like, really thirsty once they're about to die, so they'd crawl to this pond, try to get a sip of water, and then eventually die right there. Um, and it turned the pond water red from all the blood that was like spilling into it. So like. And they say, like, every now and then you can see a soldier, like, crawling to the pond, or you hear, like, the cannons going off in the background, like, residual energy, like we talked about in the first episode. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know anything about this hugging Molly. Uh, I'm I'm guessing she has to give people hugs, uh, which, I mean, I'm not I mean, mean, it's a good guess. Uh, (laughs) Um, I mean, if a ghost
0: needs a hug,
1: uh, I mean, I'm all for it. Like, I'll give you a hug. Just don't try to attach to me or anything.
0: As, as yeah. we get into this episode, I think I might change your mind on that, Bobby. But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Un- unlike Jason, on a nice Friday night at uh, the old bars,
1: I ain't trying to take you home with me. So, hey, no I, I, ain't, try- I ain't
0: trying to do all that neither. That ain't me. <laughs> Not your boy.
1: <laughs> well, this is your boy, Patty Sparks. Come to you live. Sparks. Don't forget to like and <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, I all mean right. that's all. That's all. I really, got. It's Like, you know, like I, I'm all for these like folklore and stuff like that. Or right, even if it is true, like people actually seeing this kind of stuff. Like, I'm all for it. But like, you know, don't don't take it too far. Like, right? don't over exaggerate it. Like, right, just tell me what you saw and just get on with it. Like. <laughs> Again, I don't want to... It's the same thing with Slenderman, you know? Like, if you saw it, cool. If not, cool too. Like, (laughs) I ain't going to judge you either way. Just let me know.
0: Right. And and to kind of expand on that, not to try and take the side of the skeptic, but kind of uh, unintentionally doing so, uh, I believe that a lot of folklores and, you know, scary stories are, are passed down and you essentially get that kind of telephone effect Uh where the story expands and becomes more elaborate than it initially was told. Uh, but also the belief is that with many legends that you know, every legend contains a kernel of truth. So maybe we'll be able to expand on that within our investigation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. Um, you said it's in Abbeville, Alabama?
0: It's in Abbeville, Alabama, a very small town Abbeville. in the southern Alabama.
1: Abbeville. Um, Abbeville. Hmm. Because honestly, when you started saying that, I was like, "Oh, he's saw Abbeville." Like, I was like, "Oh, here we go. I know something. Maybe a little something about this one." But and you hit me with a
0: curveball. So <laughs> uh... see, see, that's why I'm really excited for this episode because I know without a doubt you have no clue about the legend of Hug and Molly.
1: Well, I, I take no, 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 no. You can't, can't say that because I think, I'm almost positive when I was in college we talked about this legend, because we talked about taking a trip down there, but we haven't done it yet. Yeah, being the keyword. Did I ruin this already? Damn it. We uh, no, because I, like you could have told me all about this thing and, I got that CTA where I don't remember anything. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) I mean, I don't really remember much. I remember Hugging Molly, though, me and you talking about going to Abbeville and just kind of, like, talk to people
0: about it. Fair enough. All right, so we'll kind of go ahead and dive into who is the legend of Hugging Molly. So this specter is said to tower over all else at around seven feet tall and two feet wide while donning a wide brim hat and all-black attire. Most notable is her long, dark skirt that scrapes against the ground as she walks ever so quietly through the night. And so kind of my initial thought when doing research on and Molly is I'm getting very much Lady Dimitris vibes from Resident Evil 8. And, you know, just kind of all the as bad as it is to say all the fan fiction and everything that came from Lady Dimitris, uh from that video game. And honestly, I think if they played into that with Hug and Molly, I think that legend would get out there a little bit more. But I just don't know if they want that notoriety. I don't think anybody truly wants that notoriety. But, I mean, you know, it, it sells right.
1: So you said seven feet tall, two feet wide. I feel like that's not very wide. I feel like, um super wide <laughs> but that's just me um, all right I'm so gonna we're, we're gonna post
0: on our uh our instagram and our twitter how wide is bobby um uh, we'll, we'll have the measurement <laughs> coming at you soon <laughs> we'll do a poll um <laughs> we'll do a poll <laughs> i'll
1: post a picture of me in a door frame where i take up basically the entire door frame and be like how wide is this guy um, how wide is bob but <laughs> you know it's funny i said something about Slenderman earlier. Cause like, literally right underneath that, whenever I typed it out, like, after you put, like, I was typing out, like, the, the like, metrics of them. Like, seven foot, seven feet tall, two feet wide. Mm-hmm. I literally put it right underneath that. Is this Slenderman's wife? <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> it's not Slenderman's wife. It's Slenderman's baby mama. <laughs> Maybe I've had them kids,
1: boy. But that, I don't that, know. That, that, that thats
0: why you find <laughs> Huggin' Molly down south, and you only find Centerman up north. That this is explaining something. It makes sense. They separated. They're—they're they're on their own routes now. You know.
1: <laughs> I just can't do this no more. I need my space. All right. You get the southeastern part of the United States. I'll take the north. We'll meet in the middle in Kentucky. So great. Uh, which I'm right there on the line, so I mean, if they wanna come meet Paducah, I'm I was on about square, to say you might be, you know? to
0: be exposed to both. I mean
1: I mean, we can meet on the square here in uh here in Kentucky and I mean to see how things go, you know. I mean we can go to go get Doe's, you know, have a good time. I mean, <laughs> hopefully not as good a time as like me and you had at Does, but <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, potato potato. <laughs> but you know I mean I'm not for it. If they'll do a little meet and greet, you know, we'll step a booth and we'll just see how things go. I mean, so if it is Slenderman's wife, like mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. do you have to watch some weird video to get her appear as well? Like <laughs> or is that just in the movie about Slenderman they have to watch, like watch some stupid video that's like over some trees and it's like going back and forth forth the forest and it's like static before you see him. Like,
0: it's you know, I, Molly. I, I actually. So funny enough, get out of my head yet again. Um, that's literally the next note is how she manifests to people. Uh, but before I get to that, because I'm irritated <laughs> right now, is uh, <laughs> damn you, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I put so much thought and effort into this, and you're just gonna be like, what's next? Uh, <laughs> screw you. It's already there. Uh is kind of I, I wanted to touch back on on, on slender a little bit more because literally i thought when writing uh this script for huck and molly essentially kind of trying to do a two-parter and actually introducing uh the legend of Slenderman as well because these two entities are very similar um except for um Hugging Molly doesn't have a, a terrible movie that came out in the late 2010s. Um, God, such a Slenderman.
1: so bad. <laughs> yeah. like so bad. I,
0: I, I still can't wrap my brain around how a an indie gamer was able to make one of the most successful horror games ever known. And then major, you know, <laughs> major blockbuster, <laughs> you know, it. corporations can't make a good movie off that. Uh, I don't understand, but that's... That is neither here nor there, sad to say. Uh maybe maybe later we'll get a good movie, I doubt it. Um but fingers crossed. Uh but to die. Oh no, think... they they
1: they ruined it for me. They ruined it. I Like, like if you're if just totally wanna... over it. Yeah, no. <laughs> they try to make another Slenderman movie, so yeah, it's, it's not worth it. It's gonna have twenty so, percent so... on Rocket Rotten Tomatoes, like just trash it. Don't even try to make it, you know.
0: So, it's, so it's dead to
1: me.
0: <laughs> so you you would play that old indie horror game at this point and be like it's it's just not even scary to me anymore. I saw the movie and this this just sucks now. I'm sorry. Like props that to movie. the to the developer who made this game this awesome game, but it the, the movie ruined it for me.
1: Like like me and one of our partners and like this whole production hunter went and saw that when the movie first came out. And I remember, like, on the car ride back to his house, me and him just looked at each other it was like, what did we just watch? Because that was awful. <laughs> like, that was so bad.
0: You couldn't even he, comprehend what you watched because it was so bad.
1: And he was like, he's like, this is the first time I haven't checked Rotten Tomatoes before I went and watched the movie. He's like, let me just check it real quick. And I think it was like 20%. And he's like, I should not check that before we and watched that <laughs> before we wasted our money on that. Like, that was terrible.
0: Honestly, I... <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share this real quick and while I'm doing it, can you please look and see what the Rotten Tomatoes is for that movie to this day? Uh, but just kind of touching on, you know, the, the Slenderman lore is uh, I remember downloading that game like when it first came out, when I mean, I was still in grade school and everything and being in my basement with one of my best buddies at my house and everything and as we're playing it a uh screensaver pops up which is one of those little pop-ups and as he went because he was in control he, as soon as he clicks off of it uh Slenderman was right in front of him he literally throws my laptop against the fireplace and breaks it in half <laughs> so that just kind of leads to you know how truly horrifying how good that game was with the jump scared how uh, he, honestly in said. my mind it perfected it but
1: he just said, "At this computer, it's gone." Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The rotten tomatoes thing to this day, eight percent. Eight percent.
0: I don't think I've the seen audience. any other movie that low, except for maybe the, Rubber.
1: I've never seen that movie, so I'll you, pass you on that to. one. <laughs> the um, the audience score on that one was only seventeen. Honestly, I'm surprised it's that high. I mean... I don't know how you can be that bad. I mean, to me... What? Okay, sorry. I got on a little tangent here. I started looking at other movies. I saw Red Notice on here because I literally just watched that movie. Mm -hmm. It got a 37% on that. Did you like that movie? I did like that movie. I thought it was great. The audience score on that is 92%.
0: So like, yeah, okay. so the audience I it was was pretty great.
1: good, but also Ryan Reynolds, you know, for the boys, you know, it's 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 a good movie. But yeah, Slender Man is like up there. It has to be. Besides The Room, the worst movie I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> it, the Room is the best movie you've ever seen in your life. And quit lying to yourself. <laughs>
1: okay. I but, mean, only if I'm drinking a little bit more than what I've drank tonight.
0: Yeah, out out there the Redstone Arsenal. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: Beating on,
0: <laughs> beating on a little Sally tonight. Beating on a little Sally. Again, we referred to that in our first episode. Please look up that 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 video on YouTube. Um, we do not know anybody by the name of Sally, and we've most certainly not been beaten on one of them, I promise you. We <laughs> don't know anybody by uh, Sally? Okay, I lied. I know one person named Sally.
1: Okay, because I don't <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> but but I'm gonna be honest with you, Bobby. That person that I do know who's named Sally would most certainly beat my ass. So there's there's no or worries. Jason,
1: who? But Jason, like you are a small man.
0: Like, call me petite. A... Get it correct.
1: <laughs> okay, let's be perfectly totally correct here. <laughs> I mean, what are you like a buck twenty-five, sucking wet? Like a buck would, fifty. You know, thank you very much. Buck fifty. Oh my. Gosh, got you by 120 pounds, so at <laughs> about six inches.
0: We're not going to disclose and, where, but in and,
1: uh... and only one way, though. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, with my manhood in check, let's go ahead and continue. <laughs> 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 now I'm agitated for other reasons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can quit being agitated because you're reading through my script so you don't even know I wrote But <laughs> okay so before I continue fuck you uh, I, I get one I in this episode and there it was
1: I was talking about height okay
0: uh-huh. calm uh-huh. down uh-huh.
1: and I was talking about shoe size go uh-huh. this one I mean, I wear size thirteen. You we we're like a size seven, so I mean, it's we're good.
0: I mean, you're not far off. I'm not going to disclose that information. <laughs> you're you're making me want to use the second one. I'm only entitled to one <laughs> if you in this episode. Bobby. <laughs> oh,
1: we got it explicit. It's all right.
0: Exactly, and that's why we have it explicit for reasons like this. <laughs> But uh, to touch on what you had asked like 20 minutes ago uh, <laughs> about, <laughs> about uh, basically what causes Huggin' Molly to, you know, appear. So she is said to mainly prey on children who are away from home past curfew and that she would run up to you, wrap you in a large bear hug lifting you up off the ground and proceeding to let out a blood gurgling shriek into your ears Uh, and it's also said while this anomaly does not appear to come into physical contact with its victims besides lifting them up and shrieking it is believed that uh, it does not cause any harm to those she preys upon so she's not a you know hazardous or, or you know An entity that seeks to cause harm, except for, you know, maybe busting your freaking eardrums. I mean.
1: I mean, hold on. I'm trying to find this. Uh, Georgia Tan. Does that name ring a bell to you? It does. All right. That's all I can think about whenever like you said, that she takes children who are often by themselves. because, mm. uh, like, ah, the name, um, I don't know. Georgia Tan had her child taken from her. Um, but she was also a child trafficker in Tennessee. Um, So, like, I don't know, that... ah, It just keeps, like, drawing me back to that. Um, Which, this is going to sound really bad. When did this whole thing with Hugging Molly start? Like, do you know, like, when this all started happening?
0: So, the legend cannot definitively be stated as when it was created. Um, But the belief is... the early 1900s
1: because I this sounds terrible like what if it was this woman because like she was she passed away in 1950 but you said early 1900s so I mean I doubt it's her but like I mean Philadelphia Mississippi isn't far from like the state line which is like where she was born isn't far from the state line of Mississippi and Alabama But she was buried in Hickory, which I mean that's like I'm almost certain that's over in the Delta. I'm not very good at geography right now, Um, but she operated out of Memphis. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of like that's kind of where your thinking belief is with the theory. Yeah, like it has to be somebody that's like won't take children for child trafficking, like trying to give them like. That, oh, like, oh, you can't find your parents? Like, let me help you. And then they take you off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just seen, like, so many movies and, like, heard so many stories about something like that. Like, that's just where my mind's wanting to wander to. Like, maybe it was... Maybe that was, like, the whole theory behind this, like... I don't know. This folklore is that they came up with an idea like we'll call her hugging molly we'll make her seven feet tall two feet wide like massive thing but it's actually like was child trafficking like a big thing in abbeville like at this time like
0: early on because like uh, that's my, what in my research i i did not find anything uh, outlining such things as child trafficking but the bl- so, so, we'll kind of touch on this a little bit later in the theories, uh, but the belief is that folklore was created essentially to, you know, keep kids off the streets and they past curfew. And, you know, maybe that was one of the reasons was because of abductions and kidnappings and such of the things of that nature, but.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, that was like one thing my parents always told me when they're like, well, you go to Walmart or something like that and I'd run off and like. You know, I'm a big nerd, so I'd always go to, like, the games, and, like, they had the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 set up, and, like, you play games on, like, TV, where you're, like, those, like, straight up.
0: <laughs> Man, but, I remember PlayStation 1 days. What are you on about?
1: <laughs> well, you know, again, CTA, can't really remember that far, uh, <laughs> far back. <laughs> I can remember back to, like, 2011, that's about it, and I was, like, a freshman in high school, and my parents always like, told me that I would get taken, but you know i was freshman in high school again um thought i might be able to hold my own probably not to be honest but uh you
0: in know, retrospect probably not
1: <laughs> yeah we're kids we're young We're right we can handle anything but yeah. retrospect, probably not but you know <laughs> my parents always somebody that bring me back anyways so if i cut their head off
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're like damn i gotta get rid of this kid <laughs> Where you live, I'm dropping you off of your parents.
1: It'd be like one of those Kanye things where it'd be like, Good morning, Kanye. Shut the F up. Shut up. Right. Yeah, so that's probably like how I'd be. Right. I'd be like, Good morning, kidnapper. Right. It'd be like 3 a.m. Something like that. Um,
0: I'm hungry. I mean, You're kidnapped, kid. Leave me alone. <laughs>
1: I'd be like on those like old TikTok videos where they like had their first kidnap and it was like, Hey, did you order pizza? There's the pizza guy at the door. It's like, Oh yeah, man, I got hungry. I gotta be that guy. We got your phone right here. I I call Charisse, like your mom. I don't know. Uh <laughs> she said, What what you doing? It's like, Oh yeah, she's blowing up the phone now. Um But I mean <laughs> But I mean that's I don't know. That's why I think like they just took it too far where they're like trying to come up with this entity trying to say like, yeah, if you, if you don't like obey your parents, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, I still believe in Santa, but like the same thing. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you
0: insinuating that people don't believe in Santa? Is, is that what you're saying?
1: I mean, I mean, I've heard, I've heard stories, like some horror stories and I feel bad for those people, but to me, Santa <laughs> is real. I had a great I've seen Christmas the movie Elf. Year. <laughs> hey, b- <laughs> bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. That's basically what, like, the whale in that or whatever the, whatever that thing was. That's hugging Molly in this situation.
0: Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. Bye, Billy. I hope you find your parents. Oh, I'll come no. help you. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, that's my thing. Like, I feel like they just took this a little bit too far to where... They're like, you know, if you don't, like, stick around me, you know, old hugging Molly's going to come get you.
0: She's going to get you.
1: And she's going to get you, you know. Uh, I mean, that's just kind of my thinking on this whole scenario with, quote unquote, hugging Molly. Yeah. For now. It It might change as we keep going into this.
0: But I I, I do want to go ahead and outrightly say that I do think it is a valid point. Um, because a lot of the individuals who talk about the legend of Hug and Molly and everything uh, talk about how it's been passed down from their parents and their parents' parents, you know, uh, and essentially was a, a a story told to them when they were you know younger kids, you know, to potentially keep them off the streets or maybe who's to say keep them away from potential danger.
1: But like, do you know when the last like? I guess it would be like unofficial at this point, like, sighting of Huggy Molly would be.
0: Uh, so, don't have any record on that. Uh, the legend is, however, very popular in uh, Abbeville, Alabama, uh, namely because of the restaurant uh, after the same name, Huggy Molly, uh, was opened and everything. So, that legend has, you know, kind of gained a little bit more traction in abbeville and the surrounding area as well uh so at this point it would be you know believed that most of the claims nowadays are false you know bleeding into you know the notoriety of the legend
1: wait you said it's a restaurant
0: there was a restaurant opened up in abbeville called hug and Molly's. is
1: it like a am and three like you get a meat two sides and a hug I, is, a, I, is a third I, like, <laughs> like wait what's thank you, like? <laughs> the thing here, Ike?
0: the waitresses the, the only condition to be hired is your name it has to be molly <laughs> you gotta give
1: hugs like you gotta give out. You do hugs. that you're good you're good it's like uh, like I, I
0: don't know like, i man. i actually do think it's a meet and three i think you did hit that on the nail the nail on the head on that one i think uh, like i said I'm, I'm gonna have to look back into that one but i think you're absolutely right I don't think hugs are included. Maybe add, maybe that's maybe that's extra. I don't know. Maybe that's like a 3rd <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: Here's your tip: a hug. <laughs> a hug. All right, that's that, that's how I would do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, who? I don't know, Honestly, I'd probably look in there. And be like, all right, where's Molly at? Where's my hug? <laughs> right. Like, I don't know.
0: It's false advertising.
1: So, oh, where did they get the name? Mo- do you know where they got the name Molly from? Like, do they know like anybody that might have passed away there that might be named Molly? And like, was she so, just an avid hugger? Like, what's the thing with this here? So, I, I understand so. like, like what you said earlier, where you said basically it's trying to give these kids like a motherly pa- presence to get them to draw in and like give them like a big hug and just take them away. Mm-hmm. But like, is Molly just too, like what they called her? Why like, they call her like Karen? You know.
0: Like, <laughs> <What? laughs> well, I think modern day we're glad we didn't call her Hugging care, because nobody would help to be up with that hug. But uh, well, you know, I I, I think I'll, I'll I'll touch on it slightly in the fact of uh, one, yes, you could say Molly was used as like you said that kind of motherly name, that you know, warm and comforting name, but is also speculated in some of the theories to be the name of the individual that the theories surround.
1: Oh, time out. What if. Now, this is just a hypothetical here. I don't know anything about this little town in Alabama. Mm. Is everybody just strung out on Molly? And they're just like, oh, hugging Molly's going to come get you. Like, or is it honestly, I'm surprised. Like,
0: Molly. It, I'm surprised it took you this long to bring up drugs. Um,
1: <laughs> I was
0: honestly expecting right off the bat you were going to bring up drugs. But oh, we, we made know. it this far into the episode, so I'm proud of you. So.
1: Well, I mean, that's usually my go-to. It's like something about drugs. I mean, I know where you're from is like the meth capital of the United States, but...
0: Opioid? You
1: no, know, no, no, no. Time out. Time out. I can pull up the article right now because I had it sent to me by another mutual friend where somebody from Muscle Shoals got arrested up here for stealing property and a meth pipe was found on them and some methamphetamine.
0: Ah, potato, potato.
1: I mean, I can pull the article if you want me to, and I'll send it to you, but that's just where I'm at with this. Like, I just feel like, I mean, like I said, where I'm from, too, in Mississippi, there's, (laughs) drugs are a big problem, and I remember being a senior in high school, and, or not even a senior, I was a junior, and was, like, working on a play or something like that for school, and this guy was, like, tripping balls, like... He was, like, sweating really bad. And I was like, dude, what's wrong with you? He's like, I fucked Molly. I'm sweating. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs>
1: but, I mean, <laughs> that's just where I'm at with this. Like, maybe people are just on Molly at this time. And, but, I, again, Molly might not even been a thing back then because all this cocaine in a pill form. But yeah. maybe they're just, like, hot on something. Saying, "Yeah, I saw this huge figure. that was seven feet tall, two feet wide, and oh, that one was banging, I'm trying <laughs> to give me a hug, you know."
0: Man, she was two <laughs> feet wide, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of my thing with this. Like,
0: I don't know. Can 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 I? I, I, I I'm gonna tell you something real quick. Uh, so when in the legend, when she's discussed. Uh, to kind of go back to that dimension, she is outrightly said to be seven feet tall, but in the legend, instead of descriptively stating that she is two feet wide, the legend states that she is as wide as a bale of cotton. And a bale of cotton is two feet wide.
1: What kind of bales are you looking at?
0: Like, again, like it, Mississippi it, 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 does, it's either uh,
1: watch cotton. Like, it's he- it's a either a bale like, of cotton is more than two feet wide. <laughs> it, 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 it's
0: it that's not bale. It's like a like a, like a sack or something like that. But
1: I must say because a bale is like a hay bale, but it's just cotton. Like yeah, those nah, things it, are massive.
0: It's, it's it's not a bale. No, it's not a bale. I about to say that's a huge trick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no that that's that's a that's a Goliath coming at at you then, um, but. Hmm. Uh, to, to kind of touch back on the drugs, just because you brought up high school and everything and, and methamphetamine. Um, I just remember to kind of get on a side tangent. I just remember in high school they told us, uh, you know, the repercussions of methamphetamine and also you know what people look like on meth, and then they proceeded to tell us how to make meth. Um, so all I'm saying is you can do a lot with the two-liter bottle and some uh, lithium batteries, but uh, that's neither that's well, I mean, here nor there. A
1: whole there's a whole show about making meth.
0: I mean, well, i'm I'm saying it, it, <laughs> it, that that's fine and good that there's a there's a show out there, but to show a bunch of high school kids how to make meth, that's that's something so, else.
1: So my question is they said that you, they showed you like what people in meth look like. They show you neighbor like how did how did that work there no,
0: they they showed us people from Mississippi. Um,
1: well you know Fair <laughs> basically your neighbor i mean we're right there together <laughs> yeah but, but the reason he
0: rags in alabama and i rag in mississippi is that's that's where we're from uh,
1: <laughs> we're right there together you know hand in
0: hand we're hand in hand at, at like 49 and 50 on on like obese, obesity education shit like that you know we're doing great uh
1: I can, again i can't spell, spell a truth word, apparently you're struggling another on that
0: one hardcore.
1: I mean, again, I got hung up on it. Like I tell most people that I talk to now, especially up here because everybody makes fun of how I talk, man, I can't read, write, or walk a straight line. So it's because it kind of all the alcohol, of but... Uh, the straight line, yes, but everything <laughs> else just because I'm an idiot, you know? <laughs> I, was, I was nowhere near the smartest person in my class. Um yet they people want me to handle their finances I don't know Uh, (laughs) people want want to
0: give want want you to give them money and pay you money
1: well you know (laughs) if you ain't trying to talk money I don't (laughs) want to (laughs) talk I mean I mean that's the thing like people where I'm from they can read a scale but they can't read a read a book you know
0: fair enough that, that, that's, that's, that's no, a the
1: bad one, point <laughs> the, the only thing i think of is uh, 50 cent time before he made it he's like if you hear a page from a Harry Potter book I'm going to make $50,000 to the charity of your choice <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus
1: so 50 cent if you listen to this hit me up
0: (laughs) i I will read a page from a harry potter book for 50 dollars i will do it today (laughs) i'll do it for 50 cents and you you just hit me up (laughs) but to to kind of dive back into kind of some of the theories uh we've kind of alluded to um So the first theory of Huggin' Molly is that she is the ghost of a mother who had tragically lost her young child and that seeing children would cause her to break down and look for solace in the embrace of said child, but would let out her infamous shriek in remembrance of what she had lost.
1: I mean, I can see that. Like, if I ever, which, like, I, I I feel for everybody that's, like, went through... Like, a tragic loss like that. Like, either a stillborn or, like, losing the baby, like, prematurely. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely feel for those people. But I I could definitely understand that. Like, especially if this is, like, your one shot of, like, having a kid. And then, like, it's taken away from you, like, so tragically. Like, I could definitely see, like, the anger and the frustration and, like, the grief that somebody would have from that. Mm -hmm. Um... Which, like, I mean, kind of, like, hitting on that point. Uh, I'm actually watching Hard Knocks right now in season about the Colts. And, like, I didn't know this until I started watching the show. Um, Something happened like that to their sinner and his wife where they had lost a baby. And, like, honestly, like, I cried, dude. (laughs) Like, it's so sad. But I could definitely (laughs) see... Like, like, especially if, like, I'm in my older, older years trying to have a kid and, like, something like that would happen and, like, I never am able to have a kid. Like, I, and if I was to become a ghost, like, every time I saw a kid, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, like, that, that mother I couldn't be or that father I couldn't be. Yeah. Like, I, I could see it.
0: Yeah, and, and. I feel like a lot of times when you know people discuss the paranormal i feel like more times than not you know the belief that this ghost is still on this plane is because of its anger and its hatred but you know you do get those few accounts of you know them staying on this plane because of their sorrow their their regret their grief and everything and and who's to say that it's
1: because or it's because they're attached to something like maybe they're attached to like the want of having that child yeah like maybe that's what like is what is holding them back from maybe trying to pass on um so i mean i I could definitely see it like it's that's not actually not a bad theory there um
0: i i think this is the theory i subscribe to the most um but we we can kind of go ahead and shimmer shimmy on through the second and third theory uh the second theory being that it was a, that Hugan Molly was a strict professor at a local college uh, that would attempt to keep her students out of harm's way by keeping them off the streets late at night. Uh, it is said that uh, she was a dedicated professor uh, trying to protect her students even in the afterlife, or maybe that she was actually just a trickster and enjoys seeing people run in terror.
1: Okay, so this is going to sound really bad and it may not correlate at all to what you just said. But <laughs> the only thing I could think about when he first said Professor and like very, being very strict I was thinking about Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Like that show that me and you watched together. And if you haven't seen it, it's a great show. Uh, I'd definitely recommend it. Uh, especially if you want to laugh a lot. <laughs> like It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever they first get to uh, London or to England where they're at. Um, and he's like, you know how they came up with soccer? It's the schoolmasters trying to keep the boys from masturbating so then you <laughs> came up with a sport where they couldn't use your hands at all <laughs> that's, just, yeah. that's just where I, my mind went to I was like what? <laughs> I, I,
0: I think that's a little bit of a reach but I, I, I like where your mind's at
1: uh... <laughs> You're being real strict on these boys you know these little kids,
0: you know? these kids.
1: Like, that's, just when, that's just where my mind went to if, <laughs> if, if I
0: run them off the streets late at night they won't be doing naughty stuff <laughs> they'll, they'll run home to mommy and daddy and crawl in bed
1: <laughs> stop using your hands <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is soccer <laughs> gosh uh, but the, uh, the third and final theory is that Huggin Molly was actually a witch who, did die, who had died performing satanic rituals that turned her into her, her hulking appearance and was damned to walk the face of the earth for eternity and that the reason she preys on younger people is that they still believe in things that go bump in the night and that the reason she shrieks once she gets to them is because of her frustration from her inability to speak.
1: So that's actually not like a, a terrible theory either though. I like that one. Um, yeah. But between this one and the,
0: I... and the first one, I, I subscribe to both. I prefer the first one. Uh, just I mean, because... I, I would
1: want to prefer the first one as well because I don't want to think about it like a satanic worshiper either. Right? But like, like that's the one thing about like, like Alabama, Mississippi. Like, even though you're in the Bible Belt, like through those states, like I don't think people like really realize like there are a ton of satanic worshippers in both areas. Because like, uh, that's one thing that like kind of pushes the envelope like where I'm from is like there's a ton of churches there but like not far from where I grew up like my parents' house everything there's an area where satanic worshipers would go out there and like sacrifice animals and stuff like Mm -hmm. because like I've heard multiple stories about people going out there and like yeah Yeah, it's also like a place where like young couples would go hook up like high schoolers and stuff because Mm -hmm. like it's out in the middle of nowhere you don't really secluded. have to worry about people. Yeah, it's secluded. People, you don't really have to worry about people ever coming out there. But, like, I've heard multiple stories of, like, people going out to, like, the spot they want to go to. And they're pulling up on, like, a satanic ritual where, like, people were in, like, the different masks, like, a, the heads of animals and stuff. They just all turn and look at on this. Hightail it out of there. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's actually not, like, that bad of a theory. Like, as crazy as it sounds like it's not that bad of a theory. Mm-hmm. Um I mean that's just kind of where my mind's sitting with that one. But I would much rather be the first one rather than the latter. Um yeah. just but, because of that reason like I don't want to think about a satanic worshipper but, but like, basically a demonic entity staying around.
0: Yeah, but uh, some of the to, to kind of add a fourth theory, but it really kind of blends the third and the first theory together. But this is a much more recent theory to uh, uh, show itself is that the third and the first theory are actually related. That the in the within the first theory, that the mother who had tragically lost her young child. Uh, became a devil a devil worshipper and actually, you know, proceeded to perform satanic rituals of necromancy to bring her uh, uh, dead child back to life. And as a result, she damned herself, as it was said in the third theory. Uh, as, but like I said, that was, you know, a, a more recent theory to, you know, rev its head. Uh, so I don't think a lot of creeds can be laid into that. But, you know, at the end of the day, know. Who's to say that that's not the case?
1: I don't because I I can also see that one as well. Like because you know, I mean, who's to say like this woman was like and about a Christian per se. Mm-hmm. um, and then this everything right, and then lose her child and she's just like you know, why am I... Worshipping this god, and worship worshiping this other one, like this this demonic entity, basically, mm-hmm. um, to try and get what I really want out of this. Because mm-hmm. let's just say, like, if she is a Christian, like God took this away from me. Um, yeah. so why would I not just want to turn against him? So right. I mean, I have been forsaken that's... by the
0: God that I believe in, and so therefore. Yeah, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, like, where I'm at with that one. So, like, I mean, I don't know with this one. Like, that one's, this one's a tough one. Like, I could honestly see three of the four, for sure, uh, being different theories on that. But, again, it goes back to my skeptical side of this. Like, is it just a folklore just trying to get kids to basically go pay their parents? Kind of like the same thing with Santa Claus. Like, you want them, you try to get them to... Like when they're super young, and like, like you better, uh, you better do what I say because Santa's watching or something like that. Like, you know, is it kind of the same sort of aspect, but instead of saying it's Santa, it's like, oh, well, hugging Molly's gonna get you, you know? Right. Um, which if I'm a child, I'm having nightmares every night <laughs> about hugging Molly. About I night- mean,
0: honestly, I might have nightmares tonight thinking about hugging Molly, but.
1: Well, hopefully I drink enough tonight to not have those <laughs> nightmares. Uh, <laughs> like, happy thoughts over here. Um, as I'm sitting in a basement alone recording this podcast. In the dark. In the dark. Pitch black. And I might have a spirit living with me. I have yet to find out. Um,
0: that bears further investigation.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's just been a lot of weird stuff that's happened that I just can't explain. Um, but, I don't, I don't know, again, again, this is the meeting three, and I pick my two sides, the third one's a hug, I mean, I'll take it, but it's not really what I want, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm still lost on this one, like, right. I don't know, I feel like, I feel like this is, so... Out of all the episodes we've done this is the most realistic for us to go to at this point uh, like, yeah. I hope we do get to go to some of these other ones but like, this is like the most realistic just because like, we can drive there uh, Absolutely. where if we go to Shreveport I'm to fly if we go to Charleston we're both flying Absolutely. Um, which we, we have talked about going to uh, Charleston already mm-hmm. um but, I don't know, I, I do kind of just want to go down there, and like, we might record like a supplemental podcast or something like that, like a supplemental episode uh, right. for this one. I we go down there and just like, speak with a couple people, um, maybe- Hang around
0: podcasts. Abbeville at 3am, you know.
1: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to that one, because I mean, again, my thinking on this one is that it's just like a folk war- where Charleston and Shreveport, I mean, i think take that back. Shreveport, I get my worst fear is just going to be walking in and out of the building. and I've, I've actually been in the building itself. Mm-hmm. Um, where Charleston, I feel like once I got there, once I saw the building and everything, that's when reality's going to sit in. It's like, all right, game on. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, I don't know. It'd be like me going back home and, like, walk around at night. Like, I'm not really going to really be worried about it. Uh, and, like, where I'm from is rough, too. Like, <laughs> I mean, you've, you've been there at 1 a.m. where you heard gunshots going off. Absolutely. Um. But, I mean, I would still walk around. Like, I ain't really going to be worried about it. Uh, I feel like that's how it'd be in, like, Abbeyville. But...
0: Yeah, small town Alabama. uh, There's nothing to worry about, except for potentially hugging mom. And like,
1: I don't know. She might see me like, "Oh, that's a big kid," you know. (laughs) But she might. So so I, I just
0: got to run faster than you, is what you're saying.
1: I don't see.
0: You got to play defense for me.
1: Yeah, I'm tripping you. You're you're done. (laughs) You're done. (laughs) You're You're done. done. Um. Again, I feel like it's going to be a folklore on that one. Like... I'm trying to think of another folklore. Like... I would say Bigfoot, but, like, I've seen some pictures now, like, quotes <laughs> to where I'm from. Where it's like, you know, I might carry, you know, my thirty thirty with me everywhere I go now. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, uh, but, I mean... Because like some of these pictures, like recent, like from the summer, that they've seen of like something that looks like Bigfoot, yeah, it could be a bear. But you know, yeah, I mean, it could be a bear, but like, you know, bears aren't Mississippi, so I can't explain it.
0: (laughs) So, so what Um, you're saying is, stay tuned for our upcoming podcast where we uh, bear into the investigation mm -hmm. of is Bigfoot real or not. Finding Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> a
0: do a <Dula> haunted production. <laughs> I do <find> a haunted
1: production. <laughs> I mean, again, I must say this is a folklore. I really wouldn't consider this one haunted. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, or I, it's probably not even an anomaly, honestly. I mean, it's the same, because again, like you talk about that and Slenderman, like we did at the beginning of this episode. I mean, I'm not gonna believe in Slenderman either. Like, right. I, even though you had those two crazy girls that tried to kill her, kill their friend because Slenderman told them to. I mean, that just blows my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that that that's a whole that's a whole episode in its own. Um, but I think I would outrightly say that you know since abbeville is within you know our capacity to travel to uh that you know this is a place that we do hope to visit and you know if you guys are interested we'd love to do a, a supplemental episode on our you know visit to abbeville and especially uh getting bobby that meet and three at uh hugging molly's uh restaurant uh,
1: as long as that third side ain't no hug i'm, I'm straight
0: <laughs> he's, he's He'll be okay. I'll, I'll make sure to take that off and make me a too. But uh, but with that being said, Bobby, do you have any final remarks to, to close out this episode?
1: Well, Molly, if you're listening to this podcast, which I hope you are, and you need a hug, I volunteer Jason's tribute. <laughs> How did I
0: know you were <laughs> going to say that? I knew that was coming out. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going to be your cannon fodder on that one.
1: <laughs> um, but other than that, like... I just hope, like, the Hugging Molly's restaurant serves alcohol if we're going to do this. Because, I mean, I may need a few drinks for the night's up with. <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows? I might just pack up the truck and with a bunch of alcohol and just, like, walk around. But with that being said, we will be safe. We are not going to do anything stupid to get, like, a P.I. or anything like that.
0: Yeah, um, no P.I.s, no D.Y.s.
1: Yeah, we're not going to do anything like that. We'll Uber back, um, if we do start drinking to the hotel, wherever we stay at. Um, and with that being said, I will go ahead and go into the, our disclaimer uh, that we have to make at the end of each of our episodes. Uh, so, like to say, let you know, like I said before, we do drink a lot <laughs> during these podcasts, during uh, the recording of these, of these episodes. Um, but if you are drinking along with us we ask that you do please drink responsibly don't drink drive um don't like do anything stupid like going out downtown um uh, after you've been drinking heavily now if you want to have a drink and like take an uber downtown go to the bar and it's on you uh yes please do it responsibly um and if you are a loved one are struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts uh, or tendencies, please reach out to the United States National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. Help is available 24-7. Um, we do have social media coming. I just haven't finalized everything yet, uh, but we'll be on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, probably onto Facebook because, I mean, look, it's 21st century. Everybody kind of moving away from Facebook. Uh, and plus, I mean, I don't even know if I know how to set up a Facebook page anymore. I couldn't tell you the last time I was on Facebook. So, um, we will have Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, we will post pictures of like some of the places that, uh, we do talk about. And hopefully once we do start traveling to these other places, uh, we will post like videos and pictures of like our time there at these different locations. Um, but if you do enjoy the podcast please don't uh don't hesitate to give us a follow on each of those platforms and go ahead and subscribe to us on uh spotify or apple Podcasts, whichever one you're listening to or anchor um and that's where we're gonna be posting all of these podcasts um let's see am i missing anything jason
0: I think you noted on the head. Uh, the only thing that we'll make, I'll make a final comment, is for our social media tags. Please look at the uh, descriptions of our episodes. We'll have those posted there.
1: Yeah, because I'm gonna get that finalized over uh, the next couple of days, and I will have all of that put in there. I'll give it over to Jason. Let him put it in the description and everything. Because honestly, I do nothing besides show up on recording day. And just listen and make some stupid comments. So um, if that's all you got, Jason, that's really all I've got. Um, Love you guys. Hope y'all stay safe.